So today I want to talk about teeth and specifically keeping mine super bright. If you're like me, you're confused by all the variation of teeth whitening products on the market. Since taking Smile Brilliant on as a sponsor, I've learned a few things that you may find helpful, such as the LED lights are a novelty item, strips neglect the gum lines and molars, the charcoal is abrasive and wears down the enamel, and the whitening toothpaste only works on surface stains. So what the heck works? The number one product recommended by dentists is the custom fitted trays. They are, however, very, very costly as it requires the dentist to make them by hand using a model of your teeth. With Smile Brilliance Lab Direct Process, you can have custom fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of the price without a single visit to the dentist. Yes, please. Using an exact model of your teeth, Smile Brilliance Lab Technicians will handcraft your trays to ensure the best possible results. Simply order the system at smilebrilliant.com using the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, for 30% off. Make your dental impressions at home and then return them to Smile Brilliant using the prepaid envelope provided. In a matter of a week, Smile Brilliant will have your trays mailed back. So let's get into how to take better care of ourselves. Okay, so the first thing that I try to do every single day is I try to practice not believing everything that I think. The reason why this is a practice is because we're human beings and we fall asleep to what it is that we think sometimes. And all of a sudden you could be having a perfectly lovely, lovely day and you are knee deep in stress and worry and fear and anxiety and panic. And you have no idea how you went from zero to 60. So the ability to not believe everything that I think allows me to stop the minute I can spot something that I am thinking that is making me feel uncomfortable, stressed, worried, etc., and begin to choose another path that I want to go down. So if I don't have this practice, then every time I think something, I'm going to believe that it's my thoughts that I created and I'm going to feed them. And those thoughts are going to take me in a multitude of places that are not good for me. The next thing is I, on a day-to-day -day basis, try and life goes really fast some days and when you're a parent, it goes even faster and you have a multitude of things and businesses and work and family and kids and responsibilities, etc., that you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. But for the most part, every day, you should be giving yourself some time to yourself. Now the days where you can't, the days where you know it's been three or four days and you've been slammed at work or you've had so much responsibility put on you, on that fourth day, on that fifth day, whenever you can actually come up to breathe and now you have all of the stress that you have been through over the last few days, all the responsibility, all of the tiredness, now it's your job to kind of like clean up the mess. So you don't wanna be cleaning up messes all the time throughout your life because going through these like ebbs and flows of like, okay, I'm, I have all this responsibility and okay, I'm dipping down because I'm absolutely exhausted. Like you don't wanna feel that. So if you can take care of yourself every single day, that is absolutely essential. Now, every single day, you're going to need something different. And so I always call this your emergency kit list. There should be things on this list that you do that you may not be able to do every single day, but they are the things that help you to kind of like center yourself. 
Um, whether it's meditating and I meditate, whether it's acupuncture, which I do that, which also allows me to meditate while I'm doing it, whether it's working out, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's taking a nap, whether it's writing in a journal, whether it's listening to something positive and motivating. It's a matter of like you understanding who you are and the things that you enjoy doing that kind of like free you, either distress you or free you or connect with basically what it is that you crave inside, whether it's solitude, whether it's nature, whether it's music, etc. So making sure every single day that you cut out time, I don't care how much time it is, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever, to really be with yourself and do things that really foster a good sense of self and really keep that connection going. That essentially proves and means that you love yourself enough to take care of yourself and you know how to do it. So I think the big thing with that is making sure that you understand what it is that you need today. Not every day do you feel like you need to go run three miles. Not every day do you need to be in nature. So it's really about kind of sitting there for a second and getting really in tune with yourself to say, okay, well, what do I need today that will make me feel good? The next thing that I try to practice and give myself every single day is validation. Validation is something that everyone needs and it's something that only you can really give yourself. Now, if you're coming from a lot of lack, a lot of insecurity, a lot of codependency, you are not validating yourself and you actually look for that on the outside. So you require people to tell you who you are and to validate you. Now, validation is basically the ability to accept and acknowledge how you feel. Now, remember what I just said, I don't believe everything that I think. Thinking is different than feeling. So if I feel tired, if I feel stressed, if I feel worried, I want to know, I want to first validate that feeling that it's perfectly fine to feel that, but then I also want to know why am I feeling that and really understand what are these stories that I'm cultivating that make me feel tired, make me feel scared, make me feel worried, make me feel stressed? The goal of validating yourself is so you can start to understand yourself a little better and that there are um, there are multiple sides of ourselves. Not that we have multiple personalities, but we have different sides of ourselves. We have our mental side, we have our emotional side. And so sometimes when we feel certain things, yes, it's based on stories, but it's stories that that part of you was kind of cultivating and telling yourself that made you all of a sudden feel stressed. So what you want to do is start to understand what is going on inside of me? Why do I feel this way? Validating it and then being able to kind of like not just change the story, but understand is the story real or is this just a story that my mind cultivated that isn't real and then deciding which direction you wanna go in. Now we're really talking about self-parenting. But validation is huge and I think sometimes people kind of like overlook it because it's not something that we've ever been programmed to think is important, but it's something that we all need. When we're having a discussion with anyone, the worst feelings in the world is when someone makes you feel like what you're feeling is wrong or bad or not right, or I shouldn't feel that way, or that's ridiculous, why do you still feel that way? When someone says those things to us, it, it breaks us, it hurts us so deeply because all we want to do in that moment is feel understood. And the same thing goes for you. You will never be able to move through feelings, to move through a place in your life where you are, where perhaps maybe you're kind of stuck or you don't understand why I keep 
feeling the same thing over and over again unless you first start validating your feelings. So that's something for me that I try to do as often as I possibly can. Actually, I think I do a really good job of doing it fairly often because I accept that everyone feels something and I'm not trying to shame myself for feeling bad about the way I feel. I feel it and the more I can accept it, the more it actually just kind of like moves through me. And it's the same thing when you're having discussions with other people. The more you can validate someone else's feelings, the more you can avoid conflict, avoid disagreement because you're coming down to their level to try and understand why they could possibly feel the way that they do. And when you do that, you allow yourself to actually connect with another person versus letting your ego come forward that is just filled with judgment and shame and guilt and it doesn't want to acknowledge what it is that the person's actually feeling inside, perhaps because the situation has to do with you. Hey guys, I want to take this minute and tell you about an amazing new company that I just discovered called Glaze. They just released their Glaze Super Gloss product, and this product is absolutely fabulous because it gives you vibrant hair color. Now you guys know after washing and all of the products and tools that we use on our hair, our hair can definitely start to look dull and worn out. And so Glaze's Super Gloss will give you back the shine and the softness that you desire. Now let's be honest, we all want fabulous looking hair. This product actually comes in 10 natural shades, including transparent. It works in 10 minutes on dry or damp hair and it lasts up to 10 washes. So I want to give you guys this amazing offer to try these products out. They are giving you 15% off your first purchase if you use the code in the description underneath this podcast. So don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your hair. So something that is a really good self-love practice is stop comparing yourself to other people and stop comparing yourself to where you want to be. So it's fine to have goals, it's fine to want things, but make sure that you don't feel bad about yourself because you don't have those things right now. And maybe Susie down the street has them and she's had them forever and you're struggling to get them. We oftentimes love to compare ourselves because we want every, for two reasons, we want everything, what we want, we want it right now. We're very impatient and we don't like to sit and wait until it's our time to have it. Perhaps we don't want to do the work that it takes to actually get it. So instead we just compare ourselves to other people and then feel bad about ourselves. The other thing is it becomes a very like me, me, me mentality. Like, why can't I get this? Why did she get this? When, it, when you look at everyone around you that perhaps has some of the things that you do have or that you're striving for, what you don't see is the areas in their life where they're struggling that you don't struggle. And so we just love self-loathing. We just love to feel like I'm the only one that ever has to go through this. I'm the only one that's ever been faced with this difficult time. And that's just not the case. No one gets away scot-free. Life just isn't designed that way. Life is designed to challenge us through going through difficult things or challenging things so we can learn, grow, become more conscious and rise up. That's what life is actually about. That's the journey. And so we don't like to see what other people are struggling with or going through. And it's not that we wanna focus on that to make ourselves feel better but we wanna make sure that we put everyone on the same playing field and no one is above or below. Everyone is going through something, everyone is struggling with something. The people that you see that have the perfect life are just either capable of masking 
their true feelings so they can project that perfect life onto others, which chances are they probably have some kind of narcissistic traits, or they're so detached from reality that they can't really go there themselves because they don't know how to feel what they're feeling, which is disappointment or fear or stress or whatever. So the other thing with kind of that comparison, it's not just you with other people, it's also you comparing yourself to like where you should be at this point in your life. There's a lot of shoulds that go around and it really makes us feel bad about ourselves. And I know for me, whenever I'm setting a goal and I start to hit that point of frustration, whether I'm trying to manifest something and it's taking like a lot longer than I think it should be taking, or it's testing me in a way that I've never been tested before, that's when I know what my blueprint is telling me is that I should have this right now. And when I really think about what it is that I want for myself, and if I'm really honest, and if you're really honest, you know that everything that you really want, you have right now. So when you understand that, then this higher goal, you realize what you're just chasing is just stuff. It's usually materialistic things. It's usually a feeling of being validated, feeling like, you know, I'm good enough. It's those types of things that you're actually chasing because the things that the goals that you have, what rep, the representation of that goal, if you really go underneath that goal, what does that goal signify for you? And if you really go deep within yourself, you know that what it is those goals signify for you, you actually have right now. If you learn to cultivate it within yourself, if you learn to see your life for what it is and what you have, then you kind of start realizing just how simple life actually is and how our needs are very, very basic. And we make life really difficult by putting all this pressure on ourselves to achieve and have. And achievement is great. It's a huge part of life in terms that it will challenge you to go deeper either in spirituality or mentally or emotionally. And that's good stuff. Goals are 100% important in life, but there has to be a balance between being in the moment and feeling the gratitude and the gratefulness and being so thankful for what it is that you actually do have and that you actually have everything that you really do need in life and balancing that with wanting to achieve something, wanting to get out of your comfort zone. And I try to do that as much as I possibly can. I always try to challenge myself. I always try to look at a situation and say, what could I be doing right now that will help me to get myself to the next level? Not just materialistically or financially or anything like that, just even within my own self. Because the points in your life where you start to feel really stuck is when there's no growth that's actually happening. When you're really working and making progress towards something, it challenges you in a multitude of areas, not just mentally and emotionally, but also spiritually. And that's really the journey. That's really what we're here to do. It's not just that destination, which I sound so cliche, but it's not. It's about being in that gray middle area towards you getting to where you want to be, where the real work become, actually comes into play. A big part of taking care of myself also is for me watching what I eat. I know for sure when I have had too much caffeine because I'm highly sensitive or if I haven't been eating well, if I've been having too much sugar, if I haven't been working out, if I've been a little sluggish, if I've had a little bit of a foggy brain, um, especially for women when we have those times of the month and we really need to take care of ourselves even more, then 
it becomes not harder, but it becomes more about you consciously taking care of yourself to do the right things. I think for me, nutrition is a huge thing. And I think I ebb and flow. I definitely go through phases where I'm like, let's just, who cares? Let's just go to town and find balance with it. You don't want to live life eating like a bird, but you also want to be able to really take care of yourself and enjoy life and be healthy and finding balance in that. And only you know what that means. But I do think a huge part of all of these things that we've talked about is about you having a relationship with you to understand what you need right now. So it's all about self-parenting. It's all about being the parent that says, I just want the best for you. And I know right now we've indulged, we've had, you know, some candy and tonight we're going to have a salad. Um, we haven't really had any physical exercise and I can tell you're getting kind of antsy and you have energy. We have to go outside today. So it's really just about you learning how to cultivate a great relationship with yourself so you can learn how to take care of yourself the best way you can on all levels, physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. <laughs>